Thank you so much for listening to Drive Time Devotionals. I'm your host, Bill Simpson, and we are all experiencing this new reality that our entire world has been turned completely upside down from the coronavirus. Nothing is as it was, and we really don't know when things will return to whatever the new normal looks like. We all have feelings of being overwhelmed and bewildered. How in the world do we pray? What should we be asking our God to do? He didn't cause the virus, and it is not his judgment on our sin-drenched world. It is the direct result of how our sins impact every aspect of life, including microorganisms. Let's face it, we live in a completely broken world. So the big question is, how can we pray with confidence in the midst of this pandemic? Well, thank God his son gave us the answer. A couple of months before his crucifixion, Jesus began teaching his disciples and all of us, his followers throughout time, how to pray with absolute confidence. He began with an illustration of mountains flying through the air and said, Nothing will be possible for you, from Matthew chapter 17, verses 19 through 20. Pretty shocking, right? Did Jesus really mean if we have enough faith? We can rearrange the landscape? Now fast forward again to Monday of his Passion Week. That is the week prior to Jesus' crucifixion. Jesus gave another illustration, this time using a fig tree. Because the tree wasn't being what it was created to be, which is a tree that produced figs, Jesus cursed it and then said, And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. That's from Matthew chapter 21, verse 22, also paralleled in Mark chapter 11, verse 24. We hear that amazing statement and want to know, how can we grow our faith? I want to get what I pray for, so how can I triple shot Red Bull my faith? Jesus is the master teacher. Notice what he's doing. He's setting the stage to give us this answer. So now we move from Monday to that holy Thursday night just before his crucifixion. He's with the eleven, Judas has already left the room, and he now reveals the answer to confident praying. And he says it several times, so we'll all get it. First, he promised that anything we ask in his name will be answered by his Father, because that gives his Father glory. Here's what he said, If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus reiterated that several more times that evening. This is found in John chapter 14, verse 14. Of course, the trillion-dollar question we all have is what in the world does it mean to ask in Jesus' name? That certainly can't be simply stating those three words at the end of every prayer. So Jesus explains what it means. John used chapters 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17 to describe the events of that Holy Thursday night. So what happened is after their dinner, they get up and they leave the room and they head to the Garden of Gethsemane. John chapter 15 begins with that trip to the Garden of Gethsemane, and apparently as they were walking along, Jesus stopped beside a vineyard to give this incredible illustration of what it means to be his follower. He explained that just as a branch must stay fully connected to the vine to produce grapes, so his people must remain connected to him 
by making sure we live in desperate dependence on Him. He is our sustenance. Then He promised this, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want and it will be done for you. There it is. There's the answer to asking in His name. You see, in those days, the people would understand that the phrase, in my name, meant in complete alignment with who He is and what He is all about. Jesus meant that when we pray in unity with His words and His will, we can expect to receive exactly what we ask. He explained it by stating that if His words remain in us, it will be done for us. Ah, there's the answer. If I am striving to live my life under Jesus' rule and reign, and if I'm striving to obey all of His teaching, which is His words remaining in me, then I will ask for His will to be done. Because that is what is most important to me. I want Jesus' will to come about, not mine or someone else's. So the next question then is how do we pray with His words remaining in us? by praying the very words of Christ's Spirit given to us through the New Testament writers. Which is why I have been stressing Paul's prayer as we've been journeying through the letter to the Colossians in this podcast. Listen to this prayer from chapter 1, verses 9 through 14 from the Holman Christian Bible Translation. Again, this is Colossians 1, verses 9 through 14. We haven't stopped praying for you. We are asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, so that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God. May you be strengthened with all power according to His glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the saints' inheritance in the light. He has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son He loves. We have redemption, the forgiveness of sins in Him. I implore you to use your Bible or your favorite Bible app to study this prayer in order to own it for yourself. You see, there are two basic requests in this prayer. The first one is to be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all spiritual wisdom and spiritual understanding. And the second request is to be strengthened with all power. During your corona home imprisonment, I mean, staying at home, (laughs) you need lots and lots of perseverance with this situation and how it affects your work and your life. And you need a mountain load of patience with the other inhabitants of your prison, I mean your home, (laughs) to have the endurance and the patience you need to get through this, the power of God is the answer. You need to ask and keep asking for God the Almighty, your Father in the heavens, to strengthen you with all power according to His glorious might. And if your joy meter is bouncing on E and you aren't thanking God for your place in His kingdom, what you need is more of His strength. You need to ask Him to give you His power. Now think about this. The first request in this prayer is for wisdom. And it's a prayer that can be on the lips and hearts of every believer during this pandemic. Imagine what will happen if we unite in prayer 
for the leaders of politics and medicine and science to be filled with the full knowledge of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and spiritual understanding. Think about that. The Spirit of God is the only one who knows exactly how long we should all stay at home in each individual country. He knows the precise medications that can most effectively treat COVID-19. He alone knows what stimulus actions governments all around the world need to take to provide for their people. And he knows exactly which chemicals can create the most effective vaccine. So let's do this. Let's unite together in prayer for national and local leaders all across the world, those who bear the huge responsibility to make these decisions and these discoveries, to be filled with the full knowledge of God's will, rather than everyone depending on their own wisdom, experience, and understanding. Let's ask and keep on asking for Jesus' people to be strengthened with all power according to God's glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to God, because we have an eternal inheritance that is shared with all of His people across the globe. So, let me conclude by challenging you to study Colossians 1, 9-14 in order to own this prayer so that you can use it throughout each day and every day, especially while we struggle under the corona pandemic. I write and podcast in order to encourage the saints to do the work of Christ's ministry. So check out my articles, blogs, books, and podcasts at billsimpson.org. Now receive his blessing. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope.